Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the SaaS Marketing Makeover. I am very excited today to be joined by Courtney Osborne. Uh, she's been a marketing leader at named brands like Qualtrics, Weave, and is now out on her own fighting the good fight. Welcome to the show, Courtney. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. No, I'm very excited to have you. Um, it's cool just to see someone who's had your kind of career uh, trajectory and growth, and now you're trying to take my business. So that's Oh, great. no. We're frenemies. <laughs> we'll be frenemies. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm glad to have you here uh, and excited to hear kind of your perspective and viewpoint um, as we get to look at this wheel. Now, before we pull up the wheel, who do you want to be on this thing? Like, who are you hoping we get today? And before we pull up the wheel, I just have to introduce Freddie Mercury. Um, he might come in and out. He just, he's like a little leech. So if you ever see him just hopping in, say, hey, everybody. Hey, what's up, Freddie? Don't be afraid to use your voice. Okay, you I know. Um, you know, I, I don't have a desire for who's on the wheel. I just hope, I'm kind of hoping it might not be somebody I know, just so I can completely just take it from like the outside in, just like no yeah. perspective. Right. So we'll see. Or maybe it's going to be somebody I love. No, it's and, and as always, right. It's a critique, but it's also let's find those positives. And then I think those areas of opportunity so that the best marketers in the world can grow from it. So, yeah, exactly. Very exactly. excited. Uh, with that being said, let's pull up the wheel. Let's do it, Sean. I know. Oh, my gosh. OK, I've heard there's only yeah. one of these on here I haven't heard of. Okay. I'm it wasn't that one. It was not that one. <laughs> I do know this one not as well as uh, there was a two on there that I know really well. But um, all right, okay, let's do it. So, wow, let's do this. Calendly free online appointment scheduling software. Okay, I just have to say it. That is the funniest <laughs> logo. Read. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I don't know if you've heard. I'm on Twitter maybe too much, kind of in this marketing community, but they had some jokes around what this might look like. And um, I guess it's memorable. And I think that's an important <laughs> part of branding. I don't want to guess. I, want to what the but I do like. <laughs> I like the way it translated to everything else. I like, I love this. This is pretty cool the way they show the product. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's clean. I think that they do a good job of like right ahead, easy scheduling ahead. I think so many people try to be so fluffy. Yeah. It shows what is like the problem and it creates the solution in three words. I think that's great. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. Now, and I know this, maybe this is just me being a kind of copywriter to a certain extent, but I'd like to get your like... Oh, it's so small. I should have brought my glasses. Oh, what if I did this? Just like, okay, I'll, I'll rewrite it so it, it goes into their style. Okay. So, like, I, I'm just like, out of curiosity. Like, action, create an action from it. Yeah, like, like we make yeah. scheduling easier. I, like, the only reason I'm wondering that is because sometimes I feel like if I could spell, I can, get, I can get that. I can get behind that. I think the whole point is having conflict and resolution. Like you yep. have conflict, you create a resolution. I like both of those. So I don't want to, I don't want to, we're frenemies. So I don't want to tell you it's better, but it might be better. 
No, well, it's just like when you say easy scheduling ahead, I this this word is what throws me because it's like it's like they're they're aspirationally alluding to something without perfect clarity. So I'm not sure everyone who scans it gets it. Mm. Um, but that's just like a note, and I would test it if I were them. I think when we look at Calendly, I'm actually a user, and so I'd like to maybe present a use case for what I believe the hardest part of Calendly is. I think the hardest part of Calendly is you have a bunch of individuals at a bunch of clients, and you're not able to get their team account. Mm. In other words, they're a bottom-up product yeah. that to really get the AOV they want to advertise and get aggressive with growth needs a larger deal size and needs to be more of a team buy but as often like when i had this i found out that i had like four different calendly like products in my company and had no idea because all these different people had signed up for it yeah for example so, so i'm me, not a user at calendly i mean our sales team at one of my organizations was i wasn't so i'm on the opposite where i it's very easy to use but i don't see that problem my problem was always like great. I can see your schedule. I can't see mine. I'm in two different things trying to organize something. So kind of similar, but from a different angle. Well, I love that. And then the other thing in the market is HubSpot is including scheduling for free. Now, um, a lot of the software companies that are housing, that are housing the marketing are now offering scheduling drift offers scheduling HubSpot offers scheduling, and it's becoming a very commoditized offering that people are almost giving to you for free for the sake of their platform. So I think that's also probably a threat that we want to think about as we're yes. reviewing. Yes. Can it be a standalone and continue adding value? Yeah, exactly. And by the way, I had to get rid of Calendly for my sales team because what they were unable to do was massive um, calendar control at scale. So I couldn't uh, cap each rep with X amount of meetings while having a different overall meeting on the link. Yep. So let's say I'm running a LinkedIn campaign. And I've got a link, but I and I have a capacity of 20 meetings across two SDRs a day. I couldn't cap each SDR at 10. So one SDR would have 14 and one would have seven. And then you, they would ruin their life because they were just drowning in meetings. It was an ironic problem, but you couldn't balance someone's calendar at that time. Mm. So they didn't well, have some of those bigger functionalities, if that makes sense, with like lead routing. So I had to move over to Chili Piper, for example. Oh, which has its own issues. Well, the first thing I will say though, if we're going to do an audit is if you're going to have a tagline, you better own it. I just Googled easy scheduling ahead. They're the fourth ad down. Okay. And I can't in the organic, let's see, one, two, three, four. I mean, they're, yeah. they might not even be on the first page. And then when you click on the top online appointment scheduling software, they're below the fold. Yep. Now so they are. Yeah. What's the easiest way to schedule a meeting? They are number one. That's good. Okay. So I don't know. That's just one thing. If you're going to have a tagline and it's going to be the top thing that you have on your website, you got to freaking own it. I agree with that. And I think that's a really interesting point. Now, when we're looking at this, they simplified scheduling for more than 10, 10 million users worldwide. Um, I have a question, and I know I'm just a huge positioning guy. If mm -hmm. I would imagine their goal is to increase average order value and revenue, especially since they have a free product and they only make money when it grows, would you use the word users when you thought about or uh, companies? 
just out of curiosity, because I, I think that this, I know it sounds simple, but I think this is critically important on how you position yourself for what action you want out of your business. I agree with you. I think that people get caught up in trying to throw out a huge number, but what's the intention of that number? And I think if you're trying to drive growth, users are going to come and that's Only how they're right? in. But I like what you're saying, companies, because I'm sure even if you took two zeros off of that, you're still at a million companies. That's still a big number. Yes. Um, so I completely agree. Even if it was yeah. 500,000 companies, I mean, that's a big number. And you got you to gotta have an intention when you use that kind of data storytelling. I love where your head's at. And once again, let's see this real quick. I want to just two seconds. I will say that they even have a video is great. But oh, I agree. But why isn't it right here? I think like, I bet you if you did GA, so what they could do just as a note to the Calendly team, you could run, you could put this in Google Analytics and then you could run a segment of users who watch the video and then you could see how much, how more off, how, how much more likely is someone to like take the action you want and click get started if they watch at least X amount of the video. And I don't argue it's a pretty large amount versus those who don't. Yep. I would put this up here. Get it right here, baby. I want to see that video because this is cool. But I would argue this is cooler and it tells a better story yeah. and it connects emotionally. Just, they may have run an A-B test on that too. Just, yeah. But I'm not also not seeing a lot of um, CTAs. I mean, the right off the bat, give you my email. There's there's not a lot of CTAs going on. No, there's not. I think it's like sign up. But it's, yeah, it's create your free account, no credit card required. I would maybe like, instead of sign up, once again, it's all silly, but this is like literally the stuff you do as a performance marker. It's like- yeah create free account and you go like this it's like this little stuff that actually matters if that makes sense yep um and then get started is vague i think they want to tie this to the actual act outcome like create account today i like the animated gifts this is dope yeah yeah it's a little busy with the graphics behind it it's hard some readability issue but i i do like the animated gifts I think their brand's clean like that. Yeah, I do yeah. think they've done a good job on it. Yeah. And then Calendly coordinates it all. Um, meetings are scheduled without calendar conflicts. Reminders go out automatically and rescheduling is a breeze. I think maybe, I wonder where they, un I think some of, I would really harp on these. Remember how we talked about earlier, how do you uncommoditize yourself in a world where everyone's offering scheduling for free? Mm -hmm. I think you got to double down on why your product's more valuable. I, I don't see how else you stay relevant other than right here. Because this looks really sweet. I wonder if they explain it more. Oh, here it is. Cool. So automate reminders and follow-ups. I like that they're owning who they are. I think so many people are trying to go so wide lately. I love that they're just owning it. Oh, yeah. No, I, that was literally my, what did I do last? I did Airtable last time. It was, just, it was the opposite of this. Instead of staying focused, Airtable was everything, right? Everything. Instead of saying they're one thing. Yeah. On-demand scheduling is cool. Is this live scheduling? Because that would be dope. I don't know if it is live scheduling. Like, um, like you could essentially like have an SDR, like a hot, like a hot handoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a hotline. Yeah. So an SDR, right? They partner with Drift, and SDR could immediately hop on or something. Yeah. And then delight invites with modern scheduling. Oh, this is cool. So yeah. I think some of the stuff is really good. I have a question for you though. Let's assume you're one of every other marker in the universe on Marketo, HubSpot, or Pardot. Mm -hmm. Is it good enough that you want Calendly instead of HubSpot? 
I think that's a real question we have to ask right now as we go deeper. It's like, are you seeing enough here that it's worth paying for when you have a free option that says they do the same thing? Because I think you're like, I think this is like superhuman. I think I'm selling an email service when Gmail's free. Yeah. I really do. Like, I think we're pretty close to that point. With I the think schedule. people that are searching for that are searching for something different. I think that just landing on the, they could, I think that's an opportunity for a content download, a white paper, talking about the comparisons, why you should do this. Um, from I, I wouldn't start that off right off the top on your homepage and try to sell that perspective because I think it's a use case that, you know, probably only a third of the market cares about. So I would say yes to your answer. Is it enough? No, but I don't think I would expect it right off the top. Yeah, I'm, tr I'm still trying to see what's that hook where I say, oh, I, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be an investor of Calendly for the next five years. Right? I want to see that yeah. hook where they get me. So where do you want to go next? Teams, enterprise product or pricing? Let's go. Let's go resources. Okay. okay. I'm kind of curious on resources. It seems kind of light to me, especially in that context of why. Why should I use you instead of somebody else, especially when you were fourth on the ad list for your own tagline? You know, <laughs> so. You know, I'm, I'm on, I'm with you. So 50,000 companies. That's still a big number. <laughs> yeah. Big you know what? Honestly, go up. Yeah. That should be on their homepage. I think this is a, like, I think this is a better homepage. I'm on the same page. This as you. is a better homepage. And then you had all those numbers, 50,000 companies, partner integrations. Then you start thinking, oh, maybe they already integrate with something that I do. I even love, like, I love the other tagline. So I'm not going to mess with that, but because that's what they do. But this is more aspirational for being real. I don't, I think. And that, that, that globe underneath, that's, yeah. I feel like this is being wasted. I agree. And I think this is now, I, the, the reason I'm saying all this about Calendly, by the way, I actually freaking love their product. I, I use it every day and it's an amazing product. So I want to be crystal clear here. What I don't think they have though is a moat. I don't think they have a reason that they competitively exist because I use it. Everyone else's scheduling stuff and they all frankly kind of work the same. And so I think if I was Calendly, I would lean more into the brand side of being a lover of the Calendly brand so that it's more than just the product. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, see, I would push into the kind of more on the DEI see, side. This is interesting to me. This was the resources homepage and they went into their leadership right away. That seems like a missed opportunity. Well, we're not on resources. I clicked resources and it took me to about. So I think they might want to oh. that up. Yeah, yeah. maybe clean that up. Okay. Because I was trying to go to resources, but they don't really, they don't have a traditional resource center. They just have a blog from what I can see. Like our traditional, you know, B2B resource center is, yeah. you know, some type of like data study. By the way, that would be dope as hell. What if they like benchmarked everything to say like your attendance rate is 3% lower than under other people in your industry. Yeah. Why don't you set up some more reminders? Like, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like that kind of stuff I think brings this thing to life. Yeah. I just want Five more ways for you to get your, you know, get people to show up. Three ways to, you know, just like those tips, tricks, how to's like, because you're setting up a meeting for a reason. You're setting up a meeting to get something done. Like, yeah. how do you help them use your platform to get what you need done? And you could easily, like, create a lot of content around that. No, a thousand percent. Um, like, I love this productivity. That's awesome. Yeah, so they're showing it. And I think they have some customer stories. It's pretty clean. Um, Not I would... a lot of use of video, though. 
No, and I think what I would do if I were them, because I, I, for the content I've seen perform the best, especially for going up market, is I would anonymize all of my data and I would have benchmarks on SDR attendance rates, recruiting yeah. attendance rates. So I would just take my category, sales, recruiting, productivity, and I'll be like average time saved booking meetings by CEOs, right? Average attendance rate from recruiters, no show rates from SDRs, whatever that is. And I would essentially do a ton of benchmarking and that those data studies get the most links, the most coverage, yeah. the most shares, and only Calendly can say that because it's based only on Calendly's data. And so you get a moat once again around your brand with your content because anyone can write an article around like 11 pro tips for this. Like any of their competitors can write the same article. What they can't write is an article based on data that only Calendly has. Yeah. It'd be interesting too to take that and then create a matrix by industry. Yes. And like – you know, you have the business type sales, yeah. you know, recruiting, which is awesome. You know, the search volume isn't as high, but you take that industry perspective. And then it's like, this feels specific to me. Well, yeah, you, you spice actually, up your TAM, you give yes. that asset to the SDRs and now yeah. you start breaking into the accounts better. You start leveraging it as maybe a direct mail. You turn it yeah. into a magazine. You ship that to the C-level execs and the VP level to see if you can't grow enterprise and teams. Yeah. Like that's where my mind goes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they, it's awesome. I think they're doing great, but yeah. sometimes people just want to copy. People don't really want to create. So if you can be like, this is for sales within this market and boom, like, okay, cool. Go do this. Good. You know, here's a template anonymize that data, say this is what you can do with it. I think it, you know, that matrix is really beneficial. What I want to see right here is how do they, from the pricing moment, show yeah. you that it's better to have more people? In other words, like how do they incentivize increasing their average order value? I want to see what they do. Okay. So they're starting off with annual billing. See how they still are first individually. Like they're still staying on this individual path. Mm -hmm. I find that so interesting from a strategy standpoint. Because yeah. they're still trying like to sell. Three, three out of the four options right there are all individual. Well, and small. You see how they do this and small teams? But like, fam, let's be real for a second. This is expensive as hell for a scheduling seat per month tool. When HubSpot's free. Yeah. And then for teams and companies that want to collaborate more efficiently, more efficiently, is that really what they want? Like it, it feels fluffy, like to spend that much money just for us to collaborate better. Oh, cute. Like, you know, well, it's not they need to be a little right, like, how is this impacting your bottom line? Like teams that use Calendly save 30. You actually did this really, really well. Um, one of the best I've seen in a while. Uh, where the hell is it? I like this page. Uh, where Where is like the benefits of your product page? I'm trying to remember. Oh, it's kind of weaved throughout. There's like a, there's a section though where I can click through. I don't know why I can't find it right now. Maybe go, go to industries and then go to dental. A lot of it's like industry specific. Yeah, maybe it was there. Yeah, right here. See, like yeah. this to me is hitting on those value props. Yeah. And it lets me really consume it. I don't know. For when I'm looking over here, 
I want like, you know, teams that use Calendly save 30% of their hours on administrative tasks. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Hit me with it. Let's because go. Because that's instantly like, ah, yeah, I'll $16 a month for that. That makes sense. Because well, what I'm trying to do is but instead of what I think they've done so freaking well, which yeah. is get someone to sign up for free, I want to show who's going to put their neck out on the line and essentially sponsor Calendly. And mm -hmm. what is what, what are we empowering this champion with? Like, what are we giving them so they can go above themselves and say, we need Calendly? Mm -hmm. I don't That's know if I, I would love that. right here underneath, yeah. right? Like where you have that. I love how straightforward they're being, but why is there not social proof under each of these? Why is there not an example of somebody that's gleaning value from this? And, or just at least one example that's getting them to the 16th. Show that video, show that social proof of where you ultimately want people to land. I feel like this is really straightforward and I like it, but I think that's a missed opportunity. They could replace this with a quote, right? From each of yeah. the personas for each plan. Yeah, with a picture be, and a quote. And I think, yes. That would be dope. And then I do actually love this scroll. See how you can scroll while holding the prices? I think it's one of the better pricing pages I've seen actually on the yeah. show. Um, I like how transparent really, they are too. It's really strong. So this is awesome yeah. work, Calendly. Um, I think the... See how Teams is an afterthought again though? Mm, you're right. I, I just... If I was chief revenue officer, everything I would do would be focused on increasing my average order value so I could grow ad spend. Everything. I don't think most CROs would add that end of the sentence to what you just said. <laughs> but I could control growth organically and I want to be codependent on, you know, acquisition yeah. and integration. So yeah. it's like most CROs just wouldn't do it to increase ad <laughs> And they wouldn't like freely just give you that money, but you know we can dream as marketers, right? Yeah, we. I'm dreaming. I'm we dreaming. Dream. We can dream. So you can remove Calendly branding on a free account? Oh no, you can't. Okay, okay, we can't. Um, I this page is. I think they did a really great job. I love the interface. I think there's just some opportunities to storytell. I think people want data. They say they want data, but really they want a story. And so I think if they can connect that back to an actual use case, I think that they're going to get a lot more action here. I or at least like if they say try for free, like let's click on one of their try for free um, buttons um, or start professional, whatever it is. That's pretty clean. Yeah, clean. Even maybe an op opportunity there. You don't want to mess up conversions, but maybe some opportunity there to make it look like the person that's actually clicking the buttons. Yeah. This seems like it's, you know, I do like this, just email address. Some people overcomplicate that. I agree, but I think you need to highlight um, credit card if it's required or not and how many more steps till you can schedule your first meeting. So you're 45 mm -hmm. seconds away from scheduling your first meeting. And then I would have something like. Uh, no Interesting. Credit. You started with professional and it went straight to their free as well. I know. I, I can't really. That's what I'm trying to explain. I, it's because the, the pro is a, a more feature-rich individual plan. So let's see what happens when I go to Teams. See how it's still for individuals? Let's yeah. see what happens on Teams. See, that that's interesting because... Somebody's clicking for the team and you're still focused on the individual. For free. But for I know. Free.
that's what I'm trying to explain. I just don't think they've – this is what happens to everybody though, right? You get big in Calendly sense and you have product-led growth and then you get the money people come along and say, hey, how do we go up market? How do we get higher average order value? How do we get better EBITDA? And they say, well, we're going to offer enterprise. So let's see what happens with like enterprise. I think – see, this is probably yeah. what you want on the team's one, to be completely honest. I think this is a healthier sales environment. I don't know how effective it is to say teams but not sell the champion. Mm. Good point. And by the way, enterprise is not 100 employees. This is teams. Like directive has like almost 150 people. I'm not enterprise. Also, it's interesting just that word enterprise. It's not. But I do think that that pushes people off. Like, I, I don't know even what necessarily I'm going with this, but they're trying to be enterprise, but are the people that are coming here considering themselves enterprise and are they really looking for that? And the person that is a true enterprise account probably isn't looking on this website. So I, I don't think it's, I don't think their verbiage is quite, quite right to maybe the audience that's searching. Well, yes. Yeah, so like I just, you know, like in this space, I used to do everything um, uh, for, damn, why did I just lose their name? God damn. Uh, they are the enterprise one, and I can't believe I just lost their name. Oh, let's see. It was a uh, time trade. Hmm. I did everything for time trade, and that's definitely like an enterprise version of this. Um, I would just say, like, see how they submit your inquiry for your team or enterprise. Yeah. But they didn't send team to them. And I haven't like, seen a video. I haven't seen contact our sales team like. Most people aren't going to put themselves into somebody's funnel, like just willingly without a little bit more. They need, let's see what they do though on the enterprise page. Let's take it out. Way more than a scheduling link. Okay. That's cool. I like that. Okay. Now you're selling. Okay, cool. What standardized. You know where you're, why you're there. Let's push it up. Okay. So trusted by more than 50,000. So now this is when they're using organizations, not users, which I like. Meetings are the lifeblood of high performing teams. We know that making a good impression is more than just an old saying. It converts candidates to new hires, pushes big deals. This video style doesn't hit the same as it used to. <laughs> I will say right about? away, though, we talked earlier about you meet for a reason. They just right away, why are you actually meeting with people? I think that was good. Yep. Turns a good customer interaction into a great one. But as important as a good impression is, a messy scheduling process can leave a bad impression. Emails are sent back and forth, rescheduling at the last minute. And does anyone know what this meeting's about? All this time-consuming work happens every day across your entire team, and important connections slip through the cracks. But what if we could uncomplicate scheduling? Introducing Calendly for Enterprise. Calendly is a modern scheduling platform for high-performing teams. It unites your team, your invitees, and your data into one streamlined process. Get to meetings faster. Schedule right from your email, phone, or website. Any data proofs? Yeah. I haven't seen any, but I, uh, I liked it. This is it. There we go. There we go, fam. This is what we wanted. Oh, boom. Put that in your video. Boom. Like. And right up here. Like yeah. you can put this on like a weird left scroll thing. Like it would be kind of sexy. It would look good. You could totally like, you could take this, where is this? Where'd it go? You could take this thing vertically and you could put it like right here on scroll. Mm -hmm. There's way, like there's ways to do that. I like, 
Oh no, let me click in, baby. Because mm. enterprise buyers are selfish. They want to know what it does for them and their use case. So how does it help me as head of people ops with my recruiting team? How does it help me as the sales VP of sales? Yeah. Immediate adoption. This part's true. I would focus on this a lot. I think it's a highly adopted platform. Mm -hmm. um, okay, there's time out there, sock. This is the sexiest part of marketing, but you got to do it on enterprise. Um, cool. Yeah. This is good. At least they have yeah. it. I think your CISO is going to get on the call. You got to you got to have something on there. Yep. And then easy to use, easy to integrate. I like that. HubSpot, Salesforce, Slack, Zoom, Greenhouse. I mean, those are kind of the biggest players in each vertical. Mm -hmm. Workflows. I can't click in again, though. Mm. I, I just think we need a little bit more product marketing here. A little bit more product marketing. Because uh, you're telling me I got team pages. Okay. I don't believe you. Show it to me. Oh, I can do groups? I can't even imagine what the hell is a group yeah. for scheduling. Like, what does this look like? Change my perception. Make me need you. I think this is a great moment that we're just intelligent routing. Yeah. Well, this looks like a Gantt chart or whatever, like a org chart. Show well, me it what. Like it'd be pretty easy too. I was just saying their product section, they probably have something somewhere. Just link to something that, you know, has, has it already. And now we're back to why Calendly, which doesn't exist in my menu. Do you mm. see what I'm trying to explain? Like this is the little stuff where I'm like, come on, like, Imagine if you got rid of individuals, which everyone thinks you're already for, and then just did this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like now you're obviously still for users. You have product-led growth, free onboarding, but it's why Calendly teams and enterprise, and we're trying to educate as we go on market. Yeah. We once trained, changed from solutions or something to why um, the company I'd worked for, and our conversion went up like, 50%. People just. Well, you do that well on Weave. You're using jobs to be done in outcome based messaging instead of input based messaging, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. There's a. We, we have a great team over there. They're incredible. So I can't take. Weave's awesome. So. No, a thousand percent. And I'm just like thinking about this. But once again, do you see how they said learn more about the products? Yeah. I didn't learn anything about their products here. <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious. I they didn't, didn't learn anything about your products. Well, no, because no, I, I want to be clear on how I got there. Yeah. I clicked on see all product features. So I thought I was going to see information on these features that they just like, this is the story yeah. they just told me. So when I clicked here, it took you back up. Well, no, it's not. They do. It's a weird UX thing. I'm not actually on that page. So Chase said, I'm on for enterprise, but the way oh. they do their UX, I'm like going, it's a new page, but they have me scroll up. So it feels like it's the same. It's actually not. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Just tell me about your product. I'm asking about your product. I'm trying to click well, on you. You got product. me excited about your product. That's why I want to know. Do the, I wonder if that exists. It, I think it. See all features. Let's see. No, they don't talk to me about those damn things. Do you see what yes, I'm saying? This is an easy one where it makes you look like you, you have all that stuff on that other page. You put it on this other page and you just link back and forth. So. You know, Correct. you don't have to create like multiple pages. Yes. I don't. Because this is dope. You, you understand? Like, yeah. I'm actually excited when you tell me about intelligent routing, team pages, groups, like embeds I get. I don't know what these three like things are. Too. Yeah. And then CRM plus sales tools. Like, do you auto record my meetings? Do you document it as like a task in Salesforce? 
Like, because that's pretty dope. With ATS, do you go into my lever instance and record the meeting? Does it create, like, this is actually really cool stuff. I just don't get to learn more yet. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like I'm ripping it apart, Calendly, but I really do like your product. Well, no, it's a phenomenal product. I think that's why we're so excited. I'd say about most, it. Of the, most of our stuff was like, I was pleasantly surprised going through that, what they what they were doing well. But I think there was some low-hanging fruit that would be easy for them to accomplish. Well, I think the beautiful part about Calendly is their product is so good. And it's so adopted. It's so usable. Like, I literally tried it like four years ago, and I've never thought about trying anything else. Yeah. Like – my sales team needed something different for a different use case. But me personally, I didn't adopt that new product. I kept my Calendly. I love my Calendly. Yeah. I think the issue is, is when it's not about me loving my Calendly, but instead the effectiveness or efficiency Calendly drives for my organization, you need yeah. to change your narrative, your story. And you've got to develop that product marketing, the resources to support why I'm paying $16 a freaking user. Yeah. That ain't cheap. And I can't just roll it out to like, this person and that person. I think if we roll out Calendly, we roll it out to the broader organization. We all schedule calls with each other on Calendly. So I got to know why the hell do I need that instead of just slacking someone or clicking on their Google GCal, which I can see in my own calendar since we're all in the same organization. Yeah. Right? Like, I want to know that narrative. Yeah. I don't know if I've got that today, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, you know, now, we very well could have made some wrong guesses, but I do think that there's a simple question that a lot of people can't answer. And it's, what are you optimizing for? And I think you made the point they're optimizing for the individual, but we don't think that they should be, nor do we think they are. I don't think that's their intention, right. but Correct. they're optimizing for the individual hoping they'll, then that's probably worked for a long time, but why not go for the thing you actually want a little bit more um, and you can still balance with what what got you there isn't what's going to get you there. Is that, that saying? Well, in their defense, that's that everybody has that right now. Everyone yeah. in SaaS, right, starts product led. They're eventually yeah. like, oh crap, we got to go enterprise and get groups yeah. and teams. And then you have to like shed your entire identity, and that's really hard. Like ten times yeah. harder than the board. Just, just <laughs> you don't need to shed it, hide it. <laughs> you know, hide it a little bit. People can still get there. They can still go through the workflow that's worked for you for so long, but take all the goodness from that and optimize for what you actually want. A thousand percent. Corny, it's been phenomenal. Thank you so much for being on the show. If it's so nice wants, to like kind of get to look and say, you know, hey, this yeah, is what have a free opinion, you know? right? Like it's yeah. kind of fun to be able to kind of say what you think. So welcome to the consulting world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's uh, been great having you on the show. If anyone wants to learn more and kind of follow along with your journey, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? You know, on LinkedIn, you're welcome to follow me, connect. Um, and sadly, it's probably on Instagram. If you just, okay. if you want to contact me, I'll probably contact faster on Instagram than anything else. But you're going to get a lot of, a lot of the real Courtney. On yeah, that a lot of the real Courtney. I love There's that. There's a lot. And I'm a lot. But I'm fine. Nobody too. wants a little. So thank you so much for being on the show. This has been phenomenal. And uh, that's another episode of SAS Marketing Makeover. Bye, everybody.